I'm excited to see what God will do and uh, the fun that we will still continue to have this week. Well, if you guys could open up to our, our verse, Galatians 5, chapter 5, verse 1. We are there tonight again. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. All right, we are in Galatians 5, verse 1, and I want us to read it again together. It says this, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Last night we spoke on how, how Christ has set us free. We talked about this incredible uh, enslavement that all of humanity is under. To sin, how every human being is a slave to sin. We have been enslaved in it and we are born into it and we can do nothing to rid it of ourselves. We need a liberator. We need someone to come and save us and liberate us because we cannot save ourselves. And last night we talked about how Jesus is that liberator. How Jesus came to earth, he was sent by God. And Jesus came and said, Hey guys, I have been sent to earth by God, it is part of his plan. I've come to, to make the captives free, to take the oppressed and to make them free, to take those who are blind and give them sight. I'm here as a liberator to free the world. But we also learned last night that, that our freedom is not free, that it was bought with a price and it was paid by Jesus Christ on the cross that he died for the sins of all humanity. He paid a price for all of us, for our sin in our place, that through faith in him, we could be saved and we could be set free from this sin. But you see, there's, there's still a problem existing in the Christian life and it exists to some degree in every Christian's life. You see, it's that second part of this verse here. As the author warns us, we should not allow ourselves to be again burdened by a yoke of slavery, and, and to some degree, every Christian allows themselves, though we are free to return in some way to the slavery that we were freed from, and we have some sort of burden or weight upon us. We have this burden that is placed upon us, and I, I want us to talk tonight about that burden. I want us to talk about that burden, but first, let's pray. Father God, you are good and holy, and we pause here tonight to recognize that, Lord. I thank you for these students, for the opportunity we have to come together and, and to worship your name, to open your scriptures, Lord, and I pray that you would bless this time. Might it be your time and not our own. Might we focus, might we set aside distractions and, and other needs, God, and just focus on our need for you tonight. We love you. It's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. So a man was uh, visiting a circus, and he went by the circus tent, and he saw on the side a trainer, and he had these incredibly large and powerful elephants, just an entire family of them. They were huge and monstrosities, and they did all these cool tricks and whatnot. And the man walks by, and he, and he whispers to the trainer, hey, man, come here. And he's like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, hey, how do you control those things? 
man, those things are huge. Like, what if they just decided to, like, run you over or, like, go crazy? Like, I mean, how do you even, like, lock them up at night? Is there, like, a fence you can keep them in? Or do you have, like, a cage to keep them? How do you do it? And he goes, well, actually, um, we, we keep them captive by using a lie. The man goes, a lie? And he says, yeah, we, we use a lie. You see, elephants have great memories, amazing memories. They can remember nearly anything from when they're kids even to when they're older. And what we do is when elephants are first born, when they're young, we take the baby and we put a small shackle on it around its leg and a weight attached to it. And the thing is, for the baby, it's too much for the baby to move on its own, for the baby elephant. And so when we need it to stay somewhere and we don't want it to be roaming or feeding, we, we put that weight on it and it won't go anywhere. But because the elephant has such a good memory, as it gets older and it gets stronger and stronger, even though it could move that weight by the power that has been grown or matured, even though it could move that weight, we never have to increase it. Because it thinks through its memory, it is tricked into the lie that it cannot move that weight, so it doesn't even try. It doesn't even try and escape. And even though a grown adult could walk around with that weight, on its ankle. It doesn't even bother trying. Why? Because it believes that it is trapped. It believes it cannot be set free. So it's a captive to a lie. Guys, so many times Christians in our lives, we are captive to lies of the enemy, lies of Satan, and we are burdened when we don't need to be. We are trapped when in reality we're not. We are trapped by a lion. We are burdened by a lion. I want us to talk tonight about some of the burdens that Christians struggle with, some of the weight that we put on ourselves, some of the ways in which we are still slaves to sin, even though Christ has set our souls free, and eternally and spiritually we are free. Yet in the lives that we live, we still carry burdens, and we still are weighted down by them. The first burden I want to talk about tonight is guilt. Satan loves this burden. He loves this tool. He's a master of lies, and what he does is he comes alongside you when you mess up, when you make a mistake, and I promise you all of us will, and all of us do. And he comes alongside you, and he whispers into your ear different words. He whispers, wow, man, I can't believe you messed up again. Man, you've been working so hard on this, and you messed up again. Do, do you really think Jesus is going to forgive you again? Isn't that kind of too much? Isn't he kind of going to be done with you? Is he going to quit on you? Or maybe he comes up and, and, and he whispers into your ear while you're in church, man, are you really going to worship after what you did? Man, I remember what you did on Friday. You know what you did on Friday. And you're going to come in here and pretend like you're some holy, holier-than-thou person and, and raise your hands and worship. Are you kidding me? Really? Is that the kind of person you are? Don't front. Don't fake. And he tries to, to build up this guilt that weighs us down, that burdens us. And he continues to pile on, to pile on, to pile on at any moment and continue to build that guilt within our hearts. And it weighs us down and it burdens us. And Christians struggle every day in their lives because they have this guilt that is pent up in them. And Satan also spreads this lie. He says, you don't, you don't deserve this. You don't earn this. You're not worthy of this forgiveness that Jesus is talking about. And he lies to us further. And we believe it. 
But guys, you're going to see a theme here as we go through these burdens, and that theme is this. The truth sets us free. Now you hear that and you turn off and go, oh my goodness, what a cliche. The truth sets us free. I've heard that in like a billion movies, read it in books. I have like the keychain on it. And you know, I, the truth sets us free. Great. But, but I want us to understand where that comes from. It comes from John 8, verse 32. And Jesus is speaking. And he says, look, the truth will set you free. Jesus will later say in the book of John, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. And what he's trying to say is, look, the truth of who I am, of, of, of your salvation that can come through me, will set you free from any burden, set you free from any lie that can be thrown before you. And it sets Christians free from this burden of guilt. You see, when Jesus was hanging on a cross, and when he was dying, the last breath that he breathed, he uttered the words, it is finished. Finished. Now, when Jesus finishes something, it's done. It's, it's complete. It's full. It doesn't need to be revisited, revised, or fixed in any way. It's done. Most of the times when we do things, they need to be revisited or fixed. Maybe your mom tells you, all right, I need you to clean your room. All right, cool, gonna go clean my room. And you, you know, clean your room a little bit. And you come back. When you say, hey, mom, I'm finished, she goes in there and opens the door. Really? There is a decaying sausage under your bed. I can smell the stench. We didn't have sausage for at least two weeks. It's been there for two weeks, okay? I see your laundry everywhere. Is, is, this, is this fungi or mold, is it moving? That's disgusting. Your room is not clean, okay? And you're sent back to finish the job. Maybe you get a paper back or you get a test back. You say, all right, cool, I'm finished with the test. And you hand it in and they hand it back. No, you're not quite finished. You might say you're finished, but you had some other stuff you didn't get necessarily right. And we say that we're finished with things or we're done with things, but, but we usually have to revisit them. When Jesus says, hey, I'm done, you can take his word for it. When he says, hey, I'm finished, it's over. There's nothing more to be done. He's not wrong. He didn't overlook something. It's finished. Well, when Jesus said those words on the cross, it's finished. What he was saying is this. What, Jesus, what God sent me to do on this earth, I have finished. The, the payment for your sin is over and done. Nothing else needs to be done. No one else needs to be sent to earth to die for anyone else's sin. No animal needs to be killed. No person needs to be killed. No, no debt is now owed. It's done. It's finished. And that truth that it is finished means... That no Christian needs to be burdened by guilt. No Christian needs to listen to Satan as he whispers in your ear, you're not good enough. Man, you messed up too bad. We can look at him and say, you know what? You know what? I'm not good enough. I can't earn Jesus, but he loves me anyway. And that truth gives me freedom. You know what? I did mess up last Friday, but you know what? When Jesus died for my sin, he didn't just die for the ones that I already have committed. He died for everyone that I will ever commit. And the payment for that sin is finished. It's gone. Don't you try and hold me down, Satan. And we can speak to him with that conviction and with that truth that is found in Jesus. And we can cast off that burden of guilt. Another burden that weighs down Christians is this. A sin problem. A sin problem. All of us have certain sins that, that give us more issues than others. Maybe it's an anger issue. Maybe a Christian has an anger issue. 
and it's something they know about, they're aware, they have a temper tantrum, and man, it just flares up all the time. You don't get your way, and you just pout. You just whine. You just fume with anger, and it builds within you, and it builds within you. Maybe it's pride. Maybe this sin issue, which is within you, this problem, is that you have pride in your heart, and you think you're better than people. You do. Maybe it's selfishness. Maybe every moment you're thinking about yourself, what people can do for you, how your day will affect you, and you're not even thinking about other people. And this problem nags at you and it bothers you. Maybe it's lust. Maybe you struggle with lust and it builds within you and you can't control it. And no matter how many times you say, I'm done, this is it, you can't conquer it. Maybe it's lying. Maybe you are a compulsive liar and you cannot get over it and your parents punish you for it. You say, I'm not going to do this anymore, not going to do this anymore. And you continue to in the little ways, whether you get out and dodgeball and you're like, no one saw. Or whether it's a bigger way, whether you lie to yourself about who you are, you lie to other people. You can't fight it. You can't get rid of it. It's a shackle or a burden you cannot rid of yourself and you struggle and you strive And Satan is there enjoying every minute of it and piling on that guilt again. Christians struggle with sin problems, but but guys, I, I come back to this. The truth will set us free. And here's the truth, guys. Here's the the truth, the incredible truth. When Jesus died, after three days, he rose from the dead. He did that for a few reasons. One reason was to show us that he had authority, that he actually was the Son of God. Uh, And the other reason was to show us that, that he has power over sin, over death. If you go into a fight, and you go in, you're like, all right, I'm gonna take this dude down. Let's go. And you fight, and you lose, and you get knocked out, and you stay on the ground. And you don't get back up. Maybe a few days later you wake up. Oh, what happened? Oh, dude, you got knocked out. You got totally destroyed in this fight. Cool. Totally stronger than that guy. Wait, what? No, no, no. You're not stronger. Maybe you have a bigger swelling on your face than that guy. But you're not stronger than that guy. He knocked you out. You lost the fight. I'm sorry. Well, Jesus took the beating intentionally and then got up to say, hey, just so you know, um, I'm stronger than you. And laid out sin. Knocked out sin. And he stood up out of the grave after three days and said, hey, guess what? Any problem that you have, be it sin, be it it lying, be it lust, be it pride, I can beat that. I can beat death. I can beat whatever sin problem you have, and I can free you of it, though you cannot free yourself. The truth sets us free. Another burden that brings down Christians is is the burden of pain. You see, some believers carry around pain from a hurt or a scar in their life, and it weighs them down. You can just see it in their eyes, the the, the difficulty or the scar that has been left on their soul. It can be by something big or small, something immediate or something gradual. Maybe the death of a loved one. Maybe family issues that are going on at home. Maybe insecurity that lies within you. Maybe loneliness. Maybe the hurt of a friend. This pain rips into us. And it's there to stay. And it burdens us. And while we should be moving forward in joy, we're held back by pain and hurt 
and it burdens us. But guys, there's a, there's a theme here. The truth sets us free. Because Jesus says, I can fix every hurt. I can fulfill every need. There's no pain that you can feel that I cannot make right. In fact, I can use your pain in your wound, and I can use it for good. I can set you free from your hurt, set you free from your burden. There's no problem that I can't fix. And you see, all of these burdens, they build and they build and they build. And maybe some of you tonight are saying, Barrett, I have a bigger burden. Um, I have the burden of fear. Barrett, I, I, don't, I don't know what would happen to me if, if I died tonight. I don't. I, I, I'm confused about this whole Jesus thing. I'm confused about, you know, what happens after death. I, I'm confused as to whether I'm saved. I have this burden of fear. You know what I'm going to say. There's, there's a truth, and, and it can set you free. Free to where you don't have to worry about it anymore. You can more abide in the truth. You don't have to struggle or be afraid, but move forward in confidence and in joy. Not in who you are, not in what you've accomplished, but in what Jesus has accomplished. There is a peace to be had. Guys, as I'm, I'm talking tonight, I think if, if we're honest with ourselves and when I'm honest with myself, as I look at this list of guilt, of a sin problem, of a, of a hurt, of a fear, I see some burdens that I still carry. I see some ways in which I'm still a slave, still in captive in a way, even though I have the power to break free by Jesus Christ. Even though the truth is, I've matured in my faith to a point where through the Spirit living in me, I can break free from that hold, break free from that burden. I just have to offer it to Jesus and believe in his truth. And it might not be immediate, it might be a struggle, it might be a gradual thing, an entire lifetime, but he will free us from it. He will. So maybe that burden for you is guilt. Maybe you struggle with guilt so much. Every time you mess up, you beat yourself up. Like, why am I doing this? I know better than that. I've heard sermons on that. I've, I've read books on this. I know I'm not supposed to do it, and yet I do it. And Satan is loving every minute, and he's piling on. You don't deserve this love. You don't deserve to go to church. Are you kidding me? I guess you're not really cut out to be one of these Christians. And he piles on that guilt, and that insecurity grows. Maybe your burden is a sin problem. I don't even have to say it, and you know it in your head. That sin that just owns you, it masters you. It knows you inside and out, and it destroys you, and you cannot beat it. Pride, lust, lying, anger, selfishness, envy, jealousy, whatever it might be. Maybe you've even been struggling with it while you're at camp. And you just can't shake it off of you. Maybe you carry around a pain, a burden, a hurt that was given to you earlier in your life, or maybe even recently. And it is so strong. And it hurts so much. And that burden weighs you down and it keeps you back. 
that hurt and that pain, and you say to yourself, man, I'm just so depressed and lonely, and I don't think anybody gets this. Will anyone help me? Or maybe tonight again, that burden for you is, I, I, I don't think I've ever accepted Christ into my heart. I don't think that I'm saved tonight. There's never been a time in my life when I look back where, where I asked Jesus to save me. Well, well, tonight, I, I want us to address these things. I want everyone just to, to take a moment just to bow your heads right now and close your eyes. And, and I want to give you just a minute or two. Um, Andrew's going to come out, and he's just going to play some music behind us. And, and what I want for you guys to do is I, I just want you to think, what is, what is my burden? What am I struggling with? What is the issue that has been weighing me back and holding me back in slavery? I want you to just think on that, and I just want you to spend a little bit of time praying about that, speaking to God about it. Be honest with him. God, this sin issue, it is owning me, and I can't beat it. Help me. Be honest with him and say, God, I struggle with guilt so much, I feel so guilty over what I do wrong. God, I had this pain, and I want you to free me from it. God, I, I want to feel the warmth and embrace and know that, that I am saved and to lift that burden off. Just take one or two minutes. Keep your heads down, keep your eyes closed, and just pray to the Lord and acknowledge those burdens before him. what I, I want us to do is this I'm, I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray for each one of these burdens that we talked about tonight and if you struggle with one of these burdens I, I want you tonight to just be able to raise your hand and ask for prayer on this and, and we're going to pray together for it tonight if, if you've been struggling with the burden of never feeling that that you're saved, if you have never asked Jesus to forgive you of your sin, if you never put your faith and trust and hope in Jesus to be the truth that sets you free and gives you eternal rest, I want you to pray with me tonight. If, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior tonight, just do me a favor. Just slip up your hand right now. Just raise your hand. Thank you. I see you. Thank you, I see you guys, thank you. Thank you, I see you guys. All right, put your hands down. I just want you to pray with me right now these words. Father God, I have sinned and 
I'm sorry. Jesus, you died for my sins. Thank you. Thank you for setting me free from my sin. I trust and believe in you. Give me peace, Lord, and allow me to know you and follow you for the rest of my life. If you struggle with the burden of guilt, you feel guilty for your sin, I, I just want you real briefly just to raise your hands now so we can pray for that right now. Just raise your hands. Father God, I need your help. Lord, I, I feel that I am burdened by the guilt of my sin. Help me to see the truth that Jesus died for my sin, that it is gone, and that I am set free, Lord. Don't let Satan lie to me and deceive me. Allow me to understand the freedom from guilt and shame that I have through what Jesus Christ has done for me. If tonight you have a pain, a hurt, a burden that is upon you, and you want to pray about that, just, just slip your hand up right now. Let's pray about that. Father God, I hurt. I am in pain. I am in need of you to heal me, Lord. Only you can do it. God, fill up this wound, this pain that I have in my heart. Might I find joy and satisfaction and peace in you. And if you have a sin problem, an issue in your life that you can identify that you want God to work on. I just want you to raise your hand right now so we can pray about that right now. All right. Let's pray for that right now. Father God, I ask that you would crush the sin that is in my life. God, you know it. And you can beat it. And I cannot beat it on my own. Father God, I just pray over all these students that you would just be with us all. Allow us to be able to, to practice freedom in our lives, to understand what it is to, to not return to the slavery that we were freed from, to not return to the sin that we were set free from, but to live a life in joy and understanding what you've done for us. ask you guys just to remain seated, remain with your heads bowed. The band's going to strum for a little bit, and when they start to sing, if you want to stand and worship, you can.
Father God, tonight we give you praise and worship, and you are so deserving of it and worthy of it. We rejoice in who you are tonight, for you have set us free, and nothing can hold us bound, and nothing can hold us back. We are set free by your power and not our own, and we rejoice in that freedom. Father God, be with us as we go to our cabin groups. Allow us to have a clarity of mind to seek you out, God, to be honest and open. dismissed tonight and head back. Keep this spirit. Take this to your cabin times. Talk. And as you go out, uh, we have something for you, just a bracelet. It says Christ has set us free. Have a good night and uh, go to cabin groups. We'll see you guys.